the Attuned to You podcast. I am Ash Marshall Adele, spiritual teacher and mentor, healer, intuitive, medium, empath, Reiki master and teacher, light worker, meditation facilitator, meditative artist, crystal therapist, master's degree teacher, and author of the book, Lightbound, A Healer's Journey Through Trauma, CPTSD, and Anxiety. The Attuned to You podcast is where we delve into the intersection of energy, matter, and the infinite possibilities of you. And here we connect, learn, and grow through stories, skills, and tools that help you turn more deeply into yourself for developing more ease, clarity, capability, and insight. This week's episode is on the human interface, our five senses, the brain, emotional programs, and behavioral patterns that we learn and develop in life. The most amazing thing is that we can program over them, rewrite the hardware and the software as it were in so many ways. The brain and body are highly trainable and we can substitute unhelpful things with beneficial ones. And we can make many changes in how we show up in our lives. The human mind makes a lot of decisions in regards to the types and amounts of information to make known to the conscious mind. We take in far more information than we truly realize. It is how we are able to dodge or catch objects before our conscious mind has even understood what is actually happening. We react without processing consciously in that moment. The mind also receives a huge amount of information from the internal systems of the body and makes decisions below conscious awareness, the heartbeat, breathing, and digestion. We do not have to actively think about any of these things for them to happen. We simply do them. Our bodies have a natural tendency to produce certain hormones more than other hormones. Even our emotions are actually just hormones. Chemicals that our bodies make and run through us in reaction to situations, to people, to our own thoughts, and even our memories. It seems so strange that such tiny molecules can make such incredible change within us. The intensity of our reactions is nothing more than chemicals in the body in varying amounts. How amazing is that? Our joys and laughter, and of course our angers and fears and sorrows. We can get stressed out and become used to being stressed out, the body running adrenaline so often that we actually develop issues in the body. A lot of the triggers for stress responses relate to beliefs. Beliefs are both curious and interesting. Some beliefs are things that bother us not at all. The sky is blue. It just is, we accept that. Just like we accept that the sun and the moon rise and set even if we cannot see them due to cloud cover. We do not have a reaction to many things in life, they just are, background. But what about those things to which we do have a reaction? Those things with which we have somehow bound ourselves up, whether good, neutral, or bad. Beliefs and reactions can trigger a sudden flooding of the body with adrenaline and maybe emotions such as anger, fear, or grief. It can happen in a split second. A person might yell, cry, cringe, or not outwardly react at all, but have an intense internal reaction. Whether the reaction is external or internal, the feelings can be overwhelming, racing around the body like NASCAR drivers. Eventually they slow and stop, just like cars on the racetrack and exit the stadium. Perhaps, however, one or two of those race cars, those emotional hormones, stay on the track while the others leave. With each race, a 
car gets left on the track. Eventually, cars start piling up, and eventually a crash might happen, maybe even an explosion. Our bodies are like that racetrack, and our emotional hormones are like race cars zooming around the track and piling up. We actually store our emotions in the body. Emotions as chemicals are often predisposed within us, or we become predisposed to run certain chemicals and build them up in certain areas of the body. For instance, grief in the lungs and knees, anger or rage in the liver, lack of nurturing in the chest, helplessness in the hands. Over time, we can build up quite a full track. When you become aware of the stress response, the emotional response, the behavioral response, and the triggers, all of the things with which you have tied up in some way with yourself, your beliefs, you can begin the process of change, of transcending the current state. When you become aware of the reactions in the body, which like those cars slamming on brakes and leaving skid marks on their racetrack, don't feel very good in the moment. You can actually start to catch yourself before you wreck. When we figure out the things that trigger us, we can begin the first steps to becoming aware of them within the physical body, how they feel physically, because they are chemicals, and the physical body reacts to them. Jaw clench, a zing in the abdomen, a tight throat, hot on the back of the neck, tear duct tingling, and so many other subtle reactions. We often don't even realize the intensity of our own internal reactions. We become most aware of reactions outwardly. It takes effort to learn how to change the old pattern of behavioral reactions and internal reactions by degrees of awareness. It also requires practice and tools, maybe even professional help. All of this awareness is becoming aware of the beliefs, the way we see the world and ourselves, good, bad, neutral, and so many other things. Beliefs are like wearing glasses with lots of different prescription lenses. The catch is we often don't even know that we are wearing prescription glasses until they cause pain or someone disagrees with the way we see and believe and act. The frames may contain hundreds of prescription lenses. Each lens of the pair, whether the right or left, might have something different on it, a smudge, splotch, barcode, thin film picture, maybe a different color, red, brown, green, or yellow. We see, interact, and experience the world through the lens of beliefs. Perhaps a pair of lenses has a crack along the bottom edge, and thus the perception is of a giant crack on the ground. So you adjust your stride to step over the crack on the ground, unaware that the crack isn't actually in the physical reality. It's just a perceptual one that affects how you live your life. When we begin to become aware of our beliefs, we also begin to be able to change some of them, clean them up, remove them. When we make those changes, the perception of what is around us changes too. We begin to move differently. If all of a sudden the lenses with the crack across the bottom edge is gone, you might hesitate. Stumble a bit as your brain and body work to walk in this new perception. As you remove more and more lenses of limiting beliefs, you begin to see with more and more clarity. And just like when you get a new set of prescription lenses, your mind and body have to adjust to this new way of being within and without and of doing. Plus, as you remove lenses, you feel lighter. Lenses have weight that you don't notice except in the absence of. If you have ever had really long hair and cut all of it off all at once, your head feels like a bobblehead because the neck was used to a heavier weight. 
It's the lightening of the load that therapists and healers talk about. For not only are you removing the lenses themselves, those beliefs, your emotions start changing too. As we learn to change programs and patterns that keep us stuck, tense, stressed, exhausted, the body begins to use less energy in certain ways. Body awareness is a big part of deeper awareness. The attunement to yourself is the many parts that contribute to and detract from you, your energy, your connections, your interactions, and your life. Awareness can bring up a lot of emotions and trigger the stress response. In order to begin to travel into deeper and deeper levels of awareness with less tension and stress, relaxation is very helpful. Plus, relaxation not only benefits you, it benefits your relationships and your life as a whole. So, how do you let go of tensions and stress? There are many ways to relax the mind and body. You can experiment with ones and figure out some that help you. Here are a few to try. Try to think of a time when you are the most relaxed you have ever been physically, mentally, and emotionally. Take your time with this part. Just allow your mind to bring these up while you work on other things. The memories can be childhood ones or any time in your life. It doesn't matter. When you remember one, jot it down. Once you have a few memories, sit with them for a bit. Decide on one that feels the best not only emotionally, but physically. Then get into a comfortable position without any distractions, phone, TV, people. Now pull up every single detail of that memory as if you were in that place and time again. Feel your body sinking into the experience fully. Let that memory fill up your body as if it could expand outward into every cell from your head to your toes and then spill out into the very air around you. You can feel it on your body, smell it, hear it, see it, maybe even taste it. As you continue to allow the feelings to fill up your body and spill outside the confines of your body, allow your mind to name that memory. You can name it anything. Beach, cookies, fuchsia, grass, mountain air, forest. Practice pulling up that memory once a day for a couple of weeks and allow it to fill up the confines of your body and spill over whenever you have a quiet, uninterrupted moment. It only takes a few minutes. Remember the name you assigned to it. Eventually, just thinking the name of the memory is enough to bring relaxation to the body. Even if you are super stressed, this word can bring down your stress level and help your body physically relax and your mind gently focus. Another possibility to help you with stress is to take a simple walk outside or to a different space than your current location, noticing what is all around you. Particularly tune into taste, because your mind has to work harder to identify it. Name as many tastes as you can. This type of focused attention is helpful because you are using a different region of the brain than the parts involved with the stress response. Identifying taste allows you to disengage with the overstimulation of the body and fix your attention on a specific thing while the emotions and the stress response calm down. Another option is to visualize your body sinking down to the ground into the core of Mother Earth, and then imagine the warmth liquefying all the stress and tension in your body. Then imagine it flowing out of your body like water into the ground beneath you as you breathe slowly and deeply into your belly. Drinking a glass of water helps process the adrenaline and calm the body. Laughter is another way, and perhaps the most fun, to relax the body and to bring in joy. 
Laughter dispels tension. With the holidays here, stress can really creep in. Reading and maybe sharing funny jokes and stories. Visualizing everyone as minions in hula skirts, firing fart guns, and picturing their expressions. Imagine swishing a Harry Potter wand and transforming into the most ridiculous costume and doing ridiculously silly things. You can imagine yourself, your friends, and your relatives in this one. Smile. A simple smile can help. Create a new tradition such as holiday hide-and-seek, fort building, going on a safari, playing red light, green light, inventing a new dance, learning a dance on YouTube, or creating your own fun game. Invite your family to join in the pre-planning. If you are alone, gift yourself with the opportunity to really do something you have desired to try, even if it's just exploring what is involved in doing it. Make a plan to get to do it. Planning something is really fun, perhaps as much, if not more, than the actual doing. It builds anticipation. You can visualize what it will be like and add to it. You can also paint, draw, and or color, sing, and dance. All of it to music, because music, too, is a huge mood lifter. Making a little time and room in your life for things that fill you up in a deep and connected way can bring you a lot more feelings of lightness, relaxation, and contentment. When that inner state spills throughout your body and even into your life, you sink and think more clearly because the brain isn't being overwhelmed by the emotional hormones running through. You're gifting your brain and your body with a break. And when you find ways that are meaningful and bring flow to your life, you have more energy and just more to give in healthy ways because your own cup is full and can flow over. Since emotions are energy, beneficial ones like peace, contentment, joy, and bliss can fill us up in wonderful ways that nourish us deeply. Thank you for joining me today on the Attune to You podcast. 